Hello and welcome to another podcast brought to you by Life Community Church, Leamington Spa. Recorded at one of our Sunday morning services, we hope this message inspires, equips and encourages you to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. That's one for each of the three Sundays we were missing. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, when you go on holiday, it's, it's a good practice to find somewhere to go and worship. And about 10 to 10 last Sunday morning, I thought, God, where are we going to go to church? We'd looked around and we couldn't see anything. And so I went on the internet, looked up the churches in Musselboro, and found a, a church called Hope Church, where the pastor is Australian. And we really felt it was a divine encounter that God really blessed us, uh, they made us very welcome, but God spoke right into our hearts. So when you go away, please make sure you seek time to meet with God. The previous week, we've been to a Scottish um, Anglican church, a Scottish church, uh, she was so broad, we couldn't understand what she was saying. <laughs> but the fellowship was good. If you've got Bibles, if you haven't, it's going to be on there, rooted, Grow deep, live tall. I'm going to talk about the foundation, I suppose, really. The freedom we have in Christ this morning. And uh, we were singing one of the songs we said, sang earlier, there is only one foundation. And Colossians chapter 2 really is all about that fact. That the, the believers and, uh, were seeking to add to the foundation uh, but Paul was saying there is only one foundation. So we're going to read from uh, Colossians chapter 2, verse 8 to the end of the chapter. Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the traditions of men, according to the basic principles of the world and not according to Christ. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him, who is the head of all principality and power. In him you were also circumcised with the circumcision made without hands, by the putting off of the body of the sins of the flesh, by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, in which you also were raised with him through faith in the, in the working of God who raised him from the dead. And you being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all your trespasses having wiped away the handwriting of the requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us. He had taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross, having disarmed principalities and powers, he had made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them. Therefore, let no one judge you in food or in drink 
or in regard of a festival or of a new moon or Sabbaths, which are the shadow of the things to come, and, and the substance is of Christ. Let no one defraud you for your reward, taking delight in false humility and worship of angels, intruding into those things which has, he has not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind, not holding fast to the head from whom the whole body, nourished and knitted together by joints and ligaments, grows with increase which is from God. Therefore, if you die with Christ from the basic principles of the world, why do you, through living in the world, do subject yourselves to regulations, do not touch, do not taste, do not handle, which all concern things which perish with using, according to the commandments and the doctrine of man. These things indeed have an appearance of wisdom in self-imposed religion, false humility, neglect of the body, but are of no value against the indulgence of the flesh. May God bless the reading of his precious word. John chapter 8 and verse 36 says, Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you are free indeed. Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you are free indeed. And the title this morning is Freedom. We are rooted, we are growing deep, we are living tall. Amen? Amen. Are you growing? Are you growing deep? Are you living tall? Are you living according to God's work? You see, Paul seeks to encourage believers to get rid of the unnecessary teaching and ideas and to live in the freedom that Christ has purchased. So I would ask you this morning, what is in your mind? What controls your thinking? Are you a fearful person? Are you a confident person? Are you a person that feels secure in yourself? <coughs> or are you a person that feels secure in God? Do you have a fear of man? Do you have the lack of appreciation of the grace of God? Colossians chapter 2 and verse 8 and 9 in the Living Bible says, Don't let others spoil your faith. Spoil your joy with their philosophies. Their wrong and shallow answers built on men's thoughts and ideas. Instead of what Christ has said. How firm a foundation, ye saints of the Lord are laid. You start to quote something and you can't remember it. <laughs> Amen. Your foundation is Christ Jesus. Your basis for your understanding and walk with God is the Bible. And Paul is really seeking to just put aside some of the, the traditions and the, uh, and the thought patterns in the church of Colossae, the vain philosophies, 
the judgment of man. <coughs> oh, you know, it's so easy to be judgmental. It is so easy to be judgmental. And one of the basic characteristics of the cap ministry is the lack of judgment. You're dealing with people from difficult situations, difficult times in their life, and we've got to deal with them in the nudge judgmental way. And so, in the church of Jesus Christ, that lack of judgment. Freedom from improper worship. He's talking about the worship of angels. You know, God alone is the one who we should worship. With all of our hearts, <coughs> it gets a little difficult as you get a little bit older to jump around. But that doesn't mean to say your heart's not jumping around. Your heart's full of praise and worship unto the living God. Freedom from the doctrine of men. Men will say to do this and to do that. Will seek to add. One of my great tenets of faith, in a sense, is when I hear the word of God, I have to receive that word. If I don't believe that word, then I have to check it out. If I say today, black is black, you will agree with me. Correct? But if I say black is white, you will say wrong and you won't accept it. So when the, the word of God is preached and, so, and somebody says something in their sermon, you have the responsibility to test that word. Every time the word is preached, every time you listen to it on the television, uh, in church, in personal discussion, check it with this. This is our, this is our root, uh, this is our foundation, this is our textbook of life. A few years ago, <laughs> it's heavy, it's cold anyway. A few years ago, I, I, we were in a church in Brown Hills and the pastor was preaching and I thought, I don't agree with that. I don't believe that. So when we got home, I got the Bible out and I, I went through the scriptures and I, I checked what he preached. And he was right. I was wrong. And so I acted on what he had preached because what he had preached was right. And he corrected my spiritual thinking and my understanding. And that's really what Paul is seeking to do in this chapter, is, is correct our spiritual understanding, to make sure we are walking in the right way, that we have the freedom and the liberty in God. Chapter 2, verses 11 and 12 from the Living Bible says, When you came to Christ... He sets you free from your evil desires. Not by a bodily operation of circumcision, but by the spiritual operation, the baptism of your souls. For in baptism, you see how your old and evil nature died with him and was buried with him. And 
Then you came up out of death with him into a new life because you trusted the word of the mighty God who raised Christ from the dead. He's talking about the, our conversion, our, our baptism into Christ. We're not talking about water baptism. We're talking about baptism into Christ. Our identification with Jesus Christ. When Jesus died on the cross, your sins and you died in him. Now that is very difficult to, sometimes to actually comprehend or understand because that happened 2,000 years ago. But by the same token, the Bible does, says that Jesus was crucified before the foundation of the world. That's the concept of God, the concept of the scriptures, the identification of each one of us in Christ, <coughs> even before we were born. I'm a new person <coughs> in Jesus Christ. And really what Paul is saying here, I don't need anything else. That's really the, the reality of this passage of scripture. I don't need anything else other than the blood of Jesus Christ. I don't need erroneous thinking. I don't need to worship angels. I don't need to have any proper worship. I just need the, the proper worship of the, the living and the almighty God. In verse 9 he says, For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. That's Jesus Christ. He's totally God. But the remarkable thing, the following verse says, But you are complete in him, who is the head of all principality and power. Now, you may have a very, quite a low opinion of yourself this morning, but I want to tell you that God doesn't. And I want to tell you, the moment you have a problem and you seek to, say, to ask God for God's help, you know what happens? If you could only turn round and look behind you, you would find God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost standing up. So you wonder, wonder sometimes why the devil runs away. Because suddenly you're not just an individual. There's four of you. But in Christ there is all of God in human body. So you have everything when you have Christ and you are filled with God through your union with Christ. He's the highest ruler with, or, uh, with authority over every other power. Verse 11 and 12 actually deals with the judicial. This is dealing with in the supreme court of heaven. This is why we can be declared... Not guilty. Because Jesus Christ has paid the full requirements 
of the law. On our behalf. When we identify with him by asking him to become our Lord and Saviour, we identify with Christ. And we were born into the kingdom of God. For in baptism you see how your old evil nature died with him and you were buried with him and then you came to, out of death with him into a new life because you trusted the word of mighty God who raised Christ from the dead. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's almost impossible not to grow when the foundations are right. Sometimes the foundations take a long time. I understand there's a bamboo tree it takes a long, long time to develop its root structure. But almost overnight it grows about 50 feet <laughs> above the surface. And we've got to make sure our roots are in Christ. They're firm. We're not plagued with philosophies, the doctrines of men. He talks about what we eat and what we drink. You get certain Christians who will say you should do this and you should do that, you should be a vegetarian, you shouldn't eat this or you shouldn't eat that. Well, the Bible doesn't tell that to that. You eat what you feel right in God. You're responsible to God for yourself, not what other people think you should be responsible to God for. But once the roots are right, and the foundation is singular, that's really what I think Paul is saying here. There's a single foundation. And that foundation is Christ Jesus. We're going to grow. We're going to grow. We're going to enjoy the blessing of God. We're going to receive the direction of the Holy Spirit. The community is going to know there is something happening in Charlotte Street. In Life Community Church. Not because we are anything special. But because we have committed 100% to Christ. We are open to the moving of the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 6 says, Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we have also walked in newness of life. If we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of our sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. Now, if we die with Christ, we believe that we shall so live with him, knowing that Christ has also been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has 
dominion over him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I think I've communicated what God wants me to communicate. But we want to grow in God. We want to grow strong. We don't want to grow tall. We want to grow that not only it affects our lives, but affects lives of people we come in contact with. Do you know the Church of England are discussing this weekend whether they should have transsexual services? I wouldn't have thought they were sufficient to have separate services. But you know, we need a, a spiritual purity, a doctrinal purity. What does the Word of God say? I want that to be your philosophy. What does the Word of God say? When people bring, say things to us and we, we question them, we say, what does the Bible say? Because only then will we grow strong, pure, and tall. And that we will have the privilege to be effective in the community in which God has placed us. God bless you. We hope that you enjoyed this message. For many more resources and for more information, visit our website at www.life-cc.org.